Hey guys, it's Kate and Heather, and this is Travel Pro Theory. <laughs> it's been so long. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. I, I, I'm trying to get how we even start. The band is back together for this one. It's been yeah, a while since you, you've heard us on the pod. <laughs> we had to remember like how to say it, and like I was like, okay, well, you say that, I say this. How do we? How I know. I for start? a second, felt- I was like. Wait, when do I say is travels pro theory? Or did you say is travel pro theory? It's been a minute. I, know, I paused. I paused. Sorry. I got scared and it's then been I paused. A minute. So, so we're doing a coffee chat style. Yeah. Just update As everybody on. And I have a, a medicine ball from Starbucks, which I think Brett must have said, like, don't put sugar in it because I feel like they're supposed to be slightly sweet and this one is not. Yeah, so, I thought they are kind of sweet. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad. It's better for me anyways, right? It's better that there's no sh- yeah. more sugar in here. But I was like, oh, that's a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> when you're expecting one thing and you got another, you're like, oh. Um, yeah, like, so we thought we would just update everybody on what's happening in our lives, what where the state of business is right now. Um, yeah. In that... This will be our last episode recording together for the foreseeable future. Um, yeah, twenty twenty hit hard, guys. It did. It hit say? real hard. Oh, it hit real hard. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, don't sorry. Start. Don't start. <laughs> I can't. Don't start. I can't. So Katie and I have talked about this before. We zoom while we while we do this, so we can like kind of. It's easier to see each other when you talk. And this is, guys. I've tried to record a a video probably a hundred times to you know just update that i have stepped down out of my role from tpt and this is why i haven't been able to do it because i can't get through it without crying and just trying to just i don't know it's i think I 2020 i know sorry you're super know, pregnant i'm sorry i'm, not I'm like trying not to make direct eye contact right now <laughs> <laughs> don't make it more awkward katie <laughs> i was like we'll start sobbing everyone was like well that was the weirdest episode ever um <laughs> yeah what they talk about nothing they just cried for <laughs> <laughs> it was our therapy <laughs> god oh. oh i don't know yeah. so yeah 2020 has hit extremely hard and um i feel like i hear a kid calling now oh well I heard her. I don't know. Yeah, I was like, I, I don't know if I picked up. Oh, yeah. I was like, did you <laughs> um, That's very timely because that is basically 2020 in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, like, I was going to say. Yeah. It's like, it's, things have changed. Time is different for anyone who doesn't know. You know, Heather has three littles at home adding baby. Baby Bree just came in March. And it feels like a thousand years ago, but also five minutes ago. <laughs> That's how I feel. I can't even, I like, I don't know about anybody else, but I feel like I've blacked some of that out at this point, just in order to survive, to like get through. Of course. Like, is anybody else doing the same thing? You're just like, let me just shut that part down. Let me like, yeah. no, I don't even know. At some point, obviously, we're all going to have to acknowledge acknowledge it or process it, but I don't feel like I've had a chance to do any of those things but well you kind of got thrown straight into it because i remember brie came and then it was like literally that week i think it was that same week maybe even the next week but you know italy blew up first 
and right. you had um, Italy clients, and it was like, yeah, and, and and shit just changed immediately. I remember sitting there on Zooms with you and a couple other folks, and just like I felt like. Honestly, I, I don't, I don't compare this lightly, but there's a part of me that's like, it felt like watching 9-11 happen, where you just sit there and you stare with your jaw down and you're just like, I feel like that could be potentially very overdramatic, but take it for what it is. Like you just watch something fall apart. You watch it and you can't believe it's happening. You're in disbelief. Your brain's not processing and it's just crumbling before you. And then it just never stopped. So... It just really yeah. didn't, and every day still very much a roller coaster over here. But, um, anyways, yeah. so yes, so had to step down out of my role. Katie has so graciously been said that I could come back at any point in time, and we're just kind of taking, a, yeah, take it. I'll take it season by season. We got to get through this school year. I'm sure any other parent is that is school age kids is understanding that. I'm just trying to get through the school year right now. I have to f- completely focus on that. Um, yeah, like I wasn't surprised it. at all when when you got the news about school I, and you were like, I don't think I can do TPT in the same way. We need to talk about it. I was like, I know, because now you're now you're teaching. Now you have a whole new job that you didn't have <laughs> when we started TPT. <laughs> also like, that I'm not trained for, <laughs> that I have no experience right. in. Like, who the hell's idea was that? Let's make these yeah, parents we the dual educators. This will be great. <laughs> they don't know Common Core. But it's fine. Oh, God. We'll fine. Common core. I don't even know what that means, and I know that it's Don't. Not Let's good. hope it's gone by the time <laughs> this baby of yours gets into school. Yeah. I'm going to pray for that. By the time Brie and... Oh, and um, I was just about to say what the sex is, but in the baby, um, get there. Let's oh, we could, we could say. It's not a secret. It's a boy. Bree's going to have a little not secret now. A boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. I know. I was like, I sorry. I like all of a sudden, I was like... Abort well, mission. I've been like, I know, I've been, t- I have been telling people in the background, and then it's like, I guess I could just say, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's out there now. <laughs> it's a boy. So, it's a boy. So when Bree and this boy are school age, yes, hopefully this. God, is I hope not- Common Core. It's really confusing. <sighs> I don't understand it. Um, anyways, <laughs> but let's not talk about. Let's not talk about that. We just thought yeah. that would be. Like, we just, you know, I, I actually have to be honest with y'all. I haven't been on the TPT Instagram page in so long now. Um, so I don't know what people are saying and doing. But we thought that we would just update what's happened. I don't know. Like, have you talked about what the status of, like, what your booking and stuff is? Um, Kind of. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit, but not a ton. Because it just changed. Like, I just started getting request so i yeah i've I've touched on that a little bit but do you feel like um, you're hearing that across the board i feel like every single person i've spoken to is like boom something happened yeah like something's there's like something in the air there's something in Mm -hmm. the i told i actually didn't really believe it at first because i was about to finally leave the house and go on vacation which i have not done i haven't gone anywhere all like since March and uh, so I finally went to the beach for family vacation and then suddenly that's when the request came in and I was like is this just because I'm leaving because every time you try and leave like everyone shows up so I was like what is this but then it's it's yeah it's kind of kept going so yeah we thought we'd kind of just talk about like where we are where we're going and uh yeah business wise 
current state of North Leisure is it's obviously been extremely quiet. Uh, for It's just come in waves of rescheduling and making plans. Um, kind of like what you were talking about earlier, like what, you know, when everything went down in March. And I remember, I remember having this conversation, I think it was April, I think it was early April, and when we were still just really in the thick of it. And uh, mentally for me to get through, I had to make the decision that I was like, I'm just gonna move forward as if 2020 is done. And assume that's gonna be the case. And so that helped for me. And then that's that's been, that has been the case. But unfortunately, just because I felt it was done in April, not every client that I had booked for all year of 2020 was ready to, um, right. you know, go through that emotional process and like make a decision to reschedule. So it's definitely just been in waves. I just, um, we just took off the books uh, the last, two lingering things that were booked for October. So everything's officially off the books for 2020. And I'm just now working on some new stuff for next year. And generally for me, the trend is fall, which I'm happy about. I think that's the, the play because that feels... Safest play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, feels safest for me in terms of like, one, avoiding maternity leave and two... Uh, not hopefully not having to reschedule it. And uh, yeah, so fall, I do have a June one that I'm working on now. So yeah, how are things? What's what's it looking like for HCTC? Also coming, like last week I felt was the most normal week I'd had in a really long time. Now that doesn't, I haven't gotten any new, like new increase this week. I don't think, but I'm fine with that. I'm good with the slower pace right now. I don't really have capacity. Yeah. That's the other, I'm definitely sweating it a bit. So Katie and I were just talking that I think, and I'm, if you guys have lived through an election year before too, we do tend to be slower in election years. That's like normal travel. And then we tend to like, it gets busy right around election stuff because people are just done. Like they're ready to go. And that's what the trend I feel like we're following pretty closely. Um, That feels a bit more quote unquote normal. That it's like, okay, yep, we're getting closer to that date. People are ready to go. They want to plan to get away. Not necessarily then, but most of the, everything I'm booking is January. I have yes. three right now for January, which January is not a busy time for me. I swear that's yeah, a regional say, that's thing. That's pretty good for January, yeah. I swear that's like a, where it depends on where you live and what people tend to do, Not even though most of my clients aren't necessarily near me. I do, yeah. I don't know, I find that like a very regional thing. Um, so that's exciting because that starts the year off strong, like yes. financially. That actually, yes. that's a really good thing to, to have as long as, and I'm doing places that are currently open and... Yeah. Um, haven't shut down again like haven't opened and then shut down so I feel good about those um otherwise all my other requests I have like a June honeymoon done I got an August honeymoon rebooked in Italy from March to next October like we were saying I've and all of my partners in Europe and most of the rest of the world have been agreeable that like they're more comfortable summer and later just to be on the safe side. Actually, just as we were sitting, or right before we started to record, I just saw, and we were literally just talking about this, um, it says United is going to offer rapid COVID tests now. So I think... (gasps) Really? Well, it says 
They've announced that it will start to offer COVID tests to some of its passengers, those traveling on United from San Fran to Hawaii. And which is interesting only because so Hawaii's process right now. Actually, this is more interesting than I was thinking. This is not what I wanted to read. Damn it. (laughs) That's not the actual news I wanted. I wanted it to be like way more general. Damn you. Like helpful, but Uh. not. Um, only because yeah. so Hawaii's quarantine can be avoided if you have a negative COVID test within 72 hours. So I guess your thought here is you take the test. It takes 15 minutes. You can get there. So I guess their thought ready. is it'll help. That way, if you're in an area that you can't get a COVID test back that quickly. So, okay, but I need this for like way more places. Let's go United. I know. Come on. This is what I'm... I'm hoping for. And I think, like you said, I'm sure like most of, even like my partners on the ground, like we're all feeling for Europe a lot more comfortable thinking summer and fall because until those quarantines aren't in place, it's just not just that realistic for Americans to go. So it's like, what are our other options? It's either got to be a testing option or just like free travel to go. And who knows what that looks like like spring scares me a little bit as far as locking stuff in because the idea of i'm i am my i am like feeling it mentally on the reschedules for sure um Mm -hmm. working on stuff that we've like been working on so that's where i'm like oh are we gonna reschedule because it's like it's gonna be such early spring by the time we have to make decisions on if it's they're gonna reschedule again and i'm like oh my gosh are we that doesn't feel like, are we gonna feel? Are we are we feeling that, guys? Are we feeling that for Q one? Yeah. Or we just want to hold off? <laughs> well, also, okay. So let's say they they decide even in Q one that they're gonna reschedule their Q two trip. We're not gonna have availability for Q three and Q four. No. Yes. So I am starting to feel That's that as well. Like initially, yeah, it is scary because even in my own bookings, most. Uh, I will have, I do have like some that are like locked in on their new dates, but I just have a lot that like they postponed, but we don't have dates yet. They haven't decided right. when they're going to go. And I, that's like the case, I think, for a, a lot of people right now, which fair Sorry. enough, because we're all just, no, you're good. We're all just like waiting and seeing, but it is starting to fill in a little more. And while fall is still like pretty good and open right now. By the time we're in Q1, I don't know if it will be anymore. Well, and you know what I mean? For moving into fall. Yeah. That's well, and I don't know, or I don't think any of us know, like, are hotels going to be allowed at full occupancy still? Are they not going to be allowed at full occupancy? Like, I'd like to think in a year. We would. I'd like to think in a year that we would be able to get, like, a COVID test wherever and whenever yeah a rapid if that's if that's even still like of importance at that point i don't know we'll see how that we'll see i don't know we'll see like i'm like what i don't know so it does seem it seems like mexico's popping pretty good right now like a lot i've seen a lot of advisors going there and checking stuff out and like you don't need a covid test yeah yeah. Oh, I do have, I have clients in November, actually, right? I totally forgot about them. <laughs> I didn't forget about them, but I forgot <laughs> that they're going in November right before Thanksgiving. I'm going, I'm going to go to St. Lucia at the beginning of November. Woo-hoo. I know. That'll be I'm nice. Be there. I know. Jelly. I'm, I'm looking forward to, it's kind of also just experience it, experiencing it all. Um, 
I don't personally yeah. have fears of like getting on a plane or anything right now. And yeah, I just am ready to, to just touch it, like understand it. But because yeah. of school and everything, it's been a bit harder to coordinate. But now, I mean, you know, it's a bad when, um, so we were supposed to go to Kauai in December. I have canceled that. They also, they changed our flights anyway. So I was like, well, let's just call that a day. Plus, now that I've done a COVID test on a kid, I am not signing up to do that. Potentially also that they might have to do it multiple do it times with the school year. I'm like, no, we can't do this to them. And they would make baby yeah. Brie do it, which is insane. But oh. um, I'm like, y'all, if, if we're four of us are positive, she's positive. Like, let's call it a day. It is what it is, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but anyway, so it'd be funny if they were like, "Well, you guys have to stay, but Brie, you're welcome." welcome to <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> well, you get your fresh flower away. What would you, Brie would be? They'd be like, what, "Would you like a snack? What would you like for your beverage?" She'd be like, "Milk, just some some milk." I like it shaken, not stirred. Thank you. Um, <laughs> that'd be odd. Brie would live her best life. She would. She'd be like, "This she is would, great. My sisters aren't here." <laughs> See, I, I hear wonderful things about it. Um, <laughs> so I feel like, you know, it's bad when um, Brett, Brett and I were like, should we take the girls to Disney this year? Because we can't go to Hawaii. So we're like, oh, yeah. Oof. Are we like, should we go to Disney? Because like, obviously, yeah. we're, we're trying to like give them some joy and stuff like that. And they've been asking yeah. about vacation. I was like, you know, it's bad when I'm even like contemplating taking a, 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 a she'll be like nine months old when we we're thinking about it and I was like a nine month old to Disney like I know it's bad when I'm like yeah I'll go I'll go I'm like That's, yeah let's do it you know what's gonna happen is Brett is gonna be walking around because um I think most people here know like I I live in Florida I don't frequent Disney or any of the parks but right um sometimes I, we we did have universal passes there for you because we're so close um but at any of the theme parks I liked I enjoy spotting what I call sad dads which are <laughs> dads who are there with their family when the kids are like way way too young and uh, they're like they're questioning all of their life choices with like a big ass backpack <laughs> and like, trudging through the heat. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Yes, like, sad dad. There goes another sad dad. You a sad dad? I don't know. We might still end up going. I haven't. We haven't made a decision. I feel like I'm so non-committal right now to anything. I'm like I can't commit any. I cannot yeah. give you anything right now. I can commit to what's yeah in front of me and then it could all get taken away like since we're sitting on this you know waiting for a covid result test that i'm like i don't know i don't know what i could do tomorrow can i do it can i not do it i don't know don't know until i get my results or the results back so i feel like yeah that's kind of the rest of the year but otherwise sorry that was a tangent not related um (laughs) otherwise for business i mean i feel good overall i think we're all in the same boat that we know it's going to come back. Nobody's giving me any quote unquote grief on feet. Like, no, there's just, I will say, I feel like we've cleared out the muck. Like it's, we're getting right to business. People are making quick decisions. They are not that I felt like I ever got a lot of like balking at any of my process or fee, but like, we're just in it. We're in it to win it. And like, they're just grateful. And so I would say that there's a really positive part of this or silver lining so far yeah to COVID I do think it'll be it'll it'll be I don't I feel like 
I'm like, I don't want to say it's good for us because it's not good for us. But you know what I mean? Like long term industry in the next few years, like when it's back. Yeah, I think I think in general, we're going to have a lot less pushback on the way things work and that it costs money to work with us. And this is how things go going forward, because guess what, guys? Now the general consumer knows exactly what our value is. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, I was going to say also, God, I still think back to, we recorded an episode back in January, February, and I still like, I'll never, I don't know if I like ever, I don't forgive myself is the right word. Maybe where I was like, we were talking, we were like, we need a clean out, you know? (laughs) Remember that time we said, sorry, I probably shouldn't have brought it. You might want to edit this out because it was a negative thing. And then I, all I can do is roll my head around that of like, how the, what the, did you say? Like, why did, why did you open your mouth? (laughs) Why? Oh man, you know. And here we it are. Is what it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, we will have survived and we'll look back. And and the crazy thing is, is right now it feels like when does this end? But I, the thing is, too, is I, I have to remind myself, like, when it happens, it's going to happen. It's going to feel like fast. We're all going to feel super overwhelmed because I've heard, I've heard you say this and this is how I feel, too. Like the the amount my threshold for busy on client side is like so low. It is so low. Right I know. Now. It's so embarrassing. I'm so busy. Three clients. Yeah. You don't. Whew. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh my gosh. I've got so much to do. I don't think I can get it all done. I <laughs> don't know how I'm going to do this. Yeah. And so when it comes back, it's going to feel, it's going to feel so fast that we're going to be so in it. And then at some point we're going to like turn around and it's going to, I mean, you're gonna feel like normal. You're gonna gonna feel like like, oh, here we are. We're in it. Yeah, it's just gonna feel like the like it's just the past. You're just focused in on the the data day of it. That's true. I'm I'm to think about. I mean, I know you know this about me personally and stuff like that. Like, I'm very anxious to be back in my like chaotic in that way life. Like, I, I miss a lot of that. I need that to feel feel good about myself about what I did did every day and stuff like that so I I can't wait to look to turn around and be like hot hot damn look at us we busy like like we busy um you made me think of something I was gonna say too shoot uh related to that something about turning around I don't I can't remember it but I kind of want to tell a funny joke that um I was talking to Meg who I tag her, if you follow me on Instagram, I tag her, I don't know, once a week, Meg Halberstadt, who is an IC of HCTC. I really hate saying that. She's an affiliate. She's a good partner. Um, she has yeah. saved my butt this whole, a couple of times, because she is like just a world of wisdom. Um, anyways, she made the funniest joke to me today, and I think you'll appreciate it, Katie, because she goes, she was asked me to explain some of the differences. We were having a Hyatt Privé training, and... She was like, explain to me like virtuoso, like just I'm trying to understand the consortium differences and stuff like that because she had never, nobody's ever explained it to her, which is fair. If you, yeah, I was like, if you don't come from one of those agencies or you would have no idea. And I was like, I didn't know for years. Anyways, she put it this way. She was like, oh, okay. I feel like virtuoso agents are like homeschooling people. You never, how did she say it? Like you never, they don't necessarily like, 
like how do you know if somebody is a homeschool parent they'll tell you and that's kind of the same <laughs> virtuoso <laughs> and i was like that's so true i probably just botched that mag i'm so sorry i know you're gonna listen to this and i just botched that oh but you get god. the premise like i was like oh my god that's so true but i died because i was like you're right you always know a homeschooling <laughs> parent right you always do they wear that's that with a badge true. which very valid yeah, especially right. this year that you is, earned that, that badge but um I just thought, I know, sorry, we have a ton of virtuosity just obviously listening, but we can laugh at ourselves, right? <laughs> hey, like, wait, let's let's all be self-aware. Y'all know it. Y'all talk about it more than any I, other consortia. Yeah. Like, it's okay. Which fair, they pay the most that, in. So, that like, fair, that you should advice. talk about it. Yeah, I've I've heard it's similar with uh, like how do you know if someone's a vegan? Like they'll tell you. <laughs> well, That's so funny. I, why have I never heard these jokes? I think these are funny. I don't know. I just so appreciate well, that so today. Accurate. I was like, oh my god, yeah, that's so yeah. true. That's like, true. Laser it. accuracy. Yeah, I know. Well done, Meg. That oh. is that's like so perfect. <laughs> she was like, oh, okay. It's just like homeschooling. <laughs> Got it. I was like, that's amazing. I love. Um, that's funny. Oh, oh what was awesome. I going to say about booking for next year too? Um, I don't know. I feel like I guess I'm curious too. Here's what I miss about TPT and like the Instagram and stuff is just on trying to understand what other people are coming across or like are their budgets lower? Are their budgets higher? Are they like people yeah. asking for other stuff? Like I don't have a client that's asking for private jets, but I read every report that's like private jet travel is up by seventy five percent. I know. I'm like and, that is hopeful i think i know i was like is that accurate like is that truly happening um because it's not i haven't i haven't gotten that client and it's funny actually i'm doing a blog post with terry and about flying and covid or whatever and she was like do you have any pictures of you know recent photos from flying during covid and i was like i haven't flown yet and honest to god i've had one client fly everybody else has driven Every single oh, other yeah. person. I was, I mean, granted, every single other person is like six different trips, but. <laughs> I made it sound good, didn't I? Every single other person. All of them. All, all, of, them. all of them. Every single one of them. Crazy town. Yeah. It's just amazing right. how many people. I do. Anyway, I kind of wonder what the. Um what yeah what the other patterns are i from what i've gotten so far i would say moderate budget uh is what i'm seeing and actually you know now that we're talking about it are they asking for private um, jets which they are not asking for private jets but they don't want to drive which is interesting because that's always a thing for ireland scotland you know people get like a little cagey about the other side of the road i'm guessing now that we're talking about it i'm like there's so much unknown in our lives now. They don't want it. They don't want to think about that while they're there. So yeah, I'm actually doing all the proposals I've sent out are either, I said, I have one that's like a, they'll have a driver, but it's, they're splitting. It's like a, a small group, like 12 people. And oh, then, okay. um, so, you know, the like still moderate budget per person. Um, to work that out but then the other ones are looking at like train which is not ideal um yeah i wonder if that's going to be a thing for me this year uh, which i find interesting because it. i would be like germs train my own car no germs if that mm-hmm. was my but i think this is what's going to be oh, interesting yeah. coming 
post out of this. So you know how you have people who were always afraid to leave their house, so to speak. Like, mm-hmm. didn't travel outside of their towns and stuff like that. Like, that just right. travel in general. doesn't even matter if it was two hours or 20 hours. It's going to overwhelm them. I think that, yes. isn't there, like, a phobia? I think that has an actual name, but I don't know it. Um, and then I think now because of COVID, you're going to have this, like, weird mix of people who, people who always travel but have suddenly become in their shell and are uncomfortable mm-hmm. so like things they wouldn't have done before they're going to do like they're going to ask for now things they're, they're not comfortable with and then we're going to have people who like the risk factor for them is nothing to do with sickness so they're fine with doing yeah. whatever so yeah i feel like those are the trends that i feel like i'm trying to note is how people how, what decisions are people making in terms yeah. of like honestly nobody has spoken to me about like safety not a single person I've spoken to is not concerned about safety. So that tells me these are yeah. the people that are like, I'm going because that's not a concern for me. I assume COVID restrictions are in place. I'm going to adhere to them. But that's, I don't need to know them. Like nobody's been like, yeah. please tell me everything the hotel is doing to clean. Yeah, no one has asked me that. You're right. I hadn't even registered that. But yeah, no one has asked me um, any procedures or anything like that anything for no we'll see maybe maybe let's see if i get questions about that like closer to actually traveling um but yeah at the moment at the moment no it's more of a you know i have had people actually no none of the recent requests have even asked about the quarantine stuff because i think people realize like well hopefully it's not in place when we want to go and if it is, we'll figure that out when it, when time comes. Yeah, I kind of like my I I definitely do not have enough data to predict a trend, but I would I am now that we're talking it out. I'm a little curious. I'm like, I just wonder if like the general, uncer- like it's already kind of little uncertain to commit to a trip because you may be looking at a reschedule. So I wonder if the uncertainty of that is is just kind of like upping some of the things that they may have been a little wary about, but willing to do a year ago, like driving on the other side of the road. Yeah, that, no, that makes sense. That's, I think that'll be interesting to see how that all continues to go, like what the comfort level is for people yeah. and how they, how they make decisions about that. Um, you made me think of something too. Shoot. Something about safety. I feel like the only thing I've had to answer a lot is um, obviously what the current restrictions are. And then because that depends on how quickly they're trying to travel. And then, oh, I know the big one for any of the all inclusives or resort style trips I've been doing is are all the restaurants open? What amenities are closed? That's that's the only question in regards to COVID that I feel like I get. Like, it's not a safety and cleanliness. It's can I go to the gym? You know, is the gym going to be open or what's the process for the gym? Are all the restaurants open or, you yeah. know, things like that? Because, oh, spa, like in Virginia, tech, I, it's probably like this in other states. I just don't know it. You have to wear a mask during a massage and they're not doing facials. So okay. being aware of yeah. things of like that. Things. And then also like yeah. finding out when people are on the ground that like, they're not actually adhering to that and that's just personal comfort level like maybe the masseuse is wearing a mask but then the the, the client's not being forced to yeah. during it and yeah. like you you have to know like then you have to say to the client hey this is what i'm hearing is actually happening so you need to be prepared based on where you feel you're at yeah 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, because that's a hard thing, because if, especially if you're looking at like all-inclusive or resort style, it's like, I mean, the, those price points reflect those amenities and like, do you get to enjoy those amenities the way that you would have? And yeah, that makes sense. That totally makes sense. So I do think you're right, though, that some of those cleanliness questions could like come as like it gets real for people and then they're like, wait yeah. a second. Yeah. Wait a like second. Leading lingering. up to. Yeah. But yeah. otherwise, I was booking a lot of stuff within 30 days. Like I had this r- real big surge. You know, I think like four or five bookings. <laughs> real big surge. That is, that is a 2020 surge. That is. <laughs> right? Woo! <laughs> Um, and it, you know what's fun, and I can say this to you all, but you know what's fun is when I'm like, I've no, you know, for so for a lot of times for hotel bookings, I mean, I think you and I've talked about this. You don't necessarily know how much your commission's going to be because it's like the pre-tax rate, ten percent of the pre-tax rate, and you're always, I'm always just yeah. guessing. So I'm filling out my commission thing, and I'm like, a hundred, a hundred, a hundred. I have no clue. We're just gonna figure it's a hundred, and if it's higher, that's a bonus. And if it's lower, and enjoy it. Yeah, I'm okay too. Like we're just gonna assume it's somewhere in there, but. I was like, whatever, what, as long as the money shows up, because as we all know, sometimes for hotels individually, they d- doesn't show up. Oh, yeah, it can so, take forever or not. Yeah, or, yeah. or you have to follow up 100 times to like, Ugh. can I please give, especially right now, that feels, I feel awkward in that because I just know we're all in a shitty situation. So there's a part of me yeah. that's like, hey, can I really bother you for that $89? Um, hey, hey, yeah, um, I'm I so know. sorry, this it's- is embarrassing. <laughs> But could I could use that $89 because that just keeps the lights on. But like it's, also, I get it. You know what? If you don't want to pay me, it's fine. It's fine. I understand. It's awkward. I can only imagine trying to do it now because it's it's funny because we were talking about this before we were recording that like I feel like I'm in the wrong. I, I landed in the wrong profession. I'm somehow being driven towards all accounting things because I'm somehow the numbers person. <laughs> for anything I'm involved with. But when I was at, when I started at my old job, um, I was, I started, I helped them in accounts and that was my job. And I was like so timid and I hated this part of it. I'd have to call the hotels that were overdue and be like, hey, yeah, how's it going? Yeah, you know that invoice? Um, Can you pay? I mean, I know we talked about it last week, but like also I have to keep calling until we do this. So (laughs) help me. Help me. Like, please, please, sir. Can you pay your (laughs) (laughs) I know. I feel so painful. And especially like domestically, there are some properties I'm booking for the first time. Because I just haven't had the opportunity in the yeah. past or didn't, you know, people were doing other things. And now I'm like, so the first time we meet, let me be real awkward. Hey, so um, here's my W9. Appreciate it. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Please don't argue Good, with me. Uh, just send me my money. That'd be great. Yes. Thank you. Also, fairly Appreciate efficiently, it. under 45 days <laughs> is a bonus. Like, thank you for not hitting the 90-day mark on that whopping $100. Right. That'd be great. Um, cool. So that's kind of been a fun fun little COVID side effect. <laughs> like, uh, right. I don't like this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I do kind of wonder when staffing will be back full force everywhere oh. because a lot of Europe is still um, not, you know, fully staffed, which makes no. sense. I assume back for Q1. Oh, yeah, that's a Although good question. I, 
I am happy to report that a lot of my smaller experience providers on the ground um, have like, they were able to transition and have been like looking more domestic stuff because, you know, Irish people can't really leave and take a vacation either. So they need something to do. Um, So that that has made me happy that me too. um, They have something to work on over the over this year to carry through. So they said, actually, it's interesting you say that too. One of the companies I work with out of Australia, they have also pivoted to more domestic heavy, but I still get their like their monthly advisor newsletter. It's just that it actually might be consumer facing. I don't know. But what's interesting is to read it from the perspective of traveling domestically within Australia. So that's actually been like fun to see and hear what they're how they, you know, marketed to them, like what they're into, what words they use. So I've enjoyed kind of getting a glimpse of that because that's not something I would have ever been privy to in yeah. normal times. So one of the things I was having oh, a I'm good so talk glad my with, kids um, are screaming. I'm so uh, sorry. <laughs> it's amazing. It's all good. It's all oh good. See I guys? just heard it and I was like, it's busy. Mm. We're busy. There's kiddos. Uh, all right. Sorry. I know it's, it's funny because there's part of me that is like, now granted, obviously, like, and if anyone doesn't know, I mean, we talked about it earlier, I'm pregnant and I'm due in February. So there's, I'm having a baby. But like, obviously bringing one in is like different than like getting to three. But there is a part of me that's like, how much like, I am preparing myself for a massive lack of time. Uh I don't know. I think I would tell you that the first few weeks you have no time because you're just stupid overwhelmed. And then yeah. a new I will say that if you go on to have more children, you will laugh at at first time mom Katie who thought she had no time. That's what happens. <laughs> you're like <laughs> you had all the time in the world. You had one kid. And it's that's what's so funny is your perspective is, just constantly shifts. Is it gonna be like 2019 Katie would laugh her ass off at 2020 Katie being like I'm busy with clients yeah exactly yeah you're gonna be like you didn't even know what busy is that's why I'm still mad at myself that I wasn't in the best shape of my life pre-kids like I I just like I mean isn't that life though it's it's all everybody's the same way you kind of have to ride that journey and like but yeah you at some point you will be like you feel like you had no time, but then you'll look back and be like, God, I had so much time. That baby slept, and, like, I could lay it there, and it wouldn't move. That's why I love Brie right oh, now. Brie is just, like, she's, <laughs> like, still. she just stays still and, like, smiles, and, like, she's so simple and non-dramatic right now. It feels amazing. <laughs> and she's the only one of my children that's going to turn out okay because, she, like, that's it. So it's all riding on Brie. Um, we know the other two are not going to be okay. They're going to be like, I lived through 2020, Heather, and it wasn't good. So, so they're going to come. They're going to have to be like in therapy. Like, my mom owned a travel agency in 2020, had a baby. It was not good. I was, no. I know. So. I'll pay. I'll foot the bill. I'll foot the bill. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah, but, you know. um, it's all they'll be all they'll be stronger for it they'll be stronger for it what's funny is like they'll have they'll have such different memories of this year than what we have i'm terrified i maybe maybe on like december 31st I'll be like, so what was your favorite part of year this is why i have to take them to disney world because oh, i have yeah. to end so the year on a real high note you don't remember oh. anything prior to disney world at the beginning of I december mean, you know 
you're not wrong. Like if we look at this like a uh, trip planning, we all know you've got to end on a high note, right? Like that yes. that erases them exactly. being like jet lagged at the beginning. Exactly. If we end on a good note. <laughs> Exactly. Oh my God. Okay. That kind of solidified that plan for me because I've already gotten caught on Caroline's uh, recordings for her class. Like she has to record stuff. We haven't, we now come to an agreement. She's going to say three, two, one recording because I got in trouble. Like I was yelling at them about expo markers. (laughs) (laughs) All things. I'm like, where are my expo markers? I can't, I had three, you know, like typical, just screaming because I was annoyed that they were gone or whatever. And then I heard it back and I was like, like later that night, I checked out our little app journal and I was like, oh my God, well, at least I didn't cuss. There's the positive. (laughs) But so I got to erase all of that. I was like, all the teachers at the school are going to be like, well, the Christopher's mom. (sighs) I'm sure they are hearing it from all the parents. I mean, they gotta be, right? Wouldn't that make they the best be. compilation video at the end of the year? Like, all the weird crap on Zoom? <laughs> yeah, would that not be is, the best compilation? This is probably... That's probably the things that they, like, live for. You know what I mean? Like, this is a stressful time to be a teacher. I would be, like, really enjoying it listening back <laughs> I was like, I would. I would be like, who's going to drop an F-bomb on one of my yeah. videos here? <laughs> like, who's, what horribleness am I going to hear? Oh, I would. Oh, that would man. totally make my make my day. There was actually an Instagram. This is not related at all. Sorry, guys. Um, This is, like, the state of my brain currently. Like, <laughs> constantly jumping from one tab to the next, but. I did read yep. somebody was like tell the worst thing that's happened in or like worst thing your kid has said in 2020 on like a zoom call with somebody's Instagram page oh my god I laughed till I was like peeing oh. my pants it was so oh. good it was so good so also I feel like even as advisors in our role if you're doing a zoom call like if your kids are in the background like what horrible stuff have they said like please make my day please make us laugh all right we back Sorry. Um, anyways, it wasn't important. I'm trying to think of what other trends I feel like I'm seeing. I do think, like we said, I think we're going to get busier and busier as we get closer to election day and then post-election. I definitely think we're going to see a huge uptick. Um, yeah. I'm just, I'm anxious like you to just, well, I don't know if anxious is a good word, but just in terms of availability because of occupancy levels, like I think that could, actually, here's another example. Leah, who does national parks for me, she said mm. we have clients that are doing, I think like three parks, obviously, or not obviously, but out West next June or July. And she said shifting, they need to shift by one day and already she lost two lodges. Oh, So she had to go back and redo everything. Yeah, because already... Yeah. Too long. Like one day shift caused an entire like domino effect of no availability. You know where it stresses me is not the new, not a new request so much, which that is frustrating, but it is what it is. It's those, I'm, I, it makes me nervous on reschedules. Although I, I still, I still have a lot of people that have postponed and haven't chosen dates yet, which they may be not choosing. Tw- you know, they may choose twenty twenty two, in which case, right? I think we will have normalized back into patterns and everything normal enough by then that it'll be fine. But yeah, I mean, that's something we're all gonna like have to keep in mind this year is the entire year rescheduled, and those people are need to get on the books along with any new people. And that's going to be a uh, an interesting challenge. Okay. And I we're just, back. 
And I was like, I don't. I don't know. It could be my internet. I don't know what's happening. Guys, you know, y'all know I'm not good at editing. So here's what happened. We dropped and now we're back in. <laughs> it is what it is. It's 2020. Leave it is what it is. Um, right. You made me try my best. You were, <laughs> like, God, that's all we can do. Um, <laughs> shoot. You said something earlier I was thinking of that I wanted to go back to. Something about. Mm. Oh, just I thought it was funny. I've thought of you a few times when thinking about how back in the spring that you were like, this is going to last all year. The year is out. And I was like, oh, damn, she was totally right. Like, totally yeah. right. I, I just felt out. I know. I was hoping I was wrong. There was a point where I was like, I was holding a little hope for fall. And, right. you know, obviously we're here in the fall. <laughs> and, well, uh, even some of my, like, I remember my Italy partner even said, like, they felt pretty confident that by September we'd be, like, they were hearing on the ground that that we'd be able to get back in but yeah um i think it well and i think we're all kind of just used to it at this point we're like yeah okay we're not allowed okay like yeah. okay yeah it's like whatever it. you like humans get very complacent very quickly i think yeah. it's like a defense mechanism to be honest that we're just like okay yeah settle in we here um we here <laughs> here but i would love to know like I think the minute we get a date, it's going to go bananas, too. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be, like, I, absolute bananas. Yeah. I'm trying to prepare. That's, like, the end of my 2020 is basically preparing everything as much as possible, getting any projects done that I want to get done, because then it's maternity leave, and who knows what that looks like once we get to q1 and like out of q1 how much time are you trying waiting. to take do you know i don't know would for you, sure till may <sighs> february to may yeah i'd like to or- wait until may the trouble is i mean obviously with new bookings it's easy to be like that you know i don't want to take anything pre may mid-may um although i am working on ways to to keep that going while i'm out but um it's hard on the reschedules because we have some for April. Yeah. And um, two for I April. Ha- Although I think one's going to move. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I do move. think but the other I, one, I, I, they'll go. They'll be ready to yeah. go if we can, yeah. if we can get them there. Oh, no, I'm with you. Sorry. We were talking about that too with like the reschedules and stuff. It's also something I feel like I still haven't figured out is how to keep people's spirits as high as possible. Some people just yes. naturally are like they're down to hang and they're okay. But then others, yeah. it's just it's just wearing on them. And understandably. But I will say yeah. I feel like the differences between the traveled and the, the well-traveled and the non-well-traveled, I don't mean that obviously derogatory. It's just like this is the difference in the yeah. t- like who they are and, and what they're used to and what they've experienced and how willing they're they how willing they are to just like, all right, just put it on the calendar. I'm hanging on and I'm good. Yes. Yeah, there's one that I actually, now that you said that, I think about it, there's one that I have rescheduled for May. So it would move from, it was May, then went to October, and now it's May again. And hopefully May is good, but, you know, time will tell. And uh, I, it's, yeah, it's, this is where I'm at with, with on the reschedules is I'm trying to, I don't want to limit someone, obviously, if they choose spring, they choose spring and we'll figure that out when time comes. But at the same time, you're right. Like it is managing that 
like, can you guys, are you guys going to be cool? Emotionally, are you cool if we got to reschedule this again in a few, you know, six months right. or whatever? I can't math right now. Well, because, and- <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it does take some of that excitement off the trip. Even though we know the trip is great, you just feel like you work so hard to get there that you're like... Yeah. And then it, well, I, I think we talked about this like months ago, but then you, you worry about living up to the hype of it. Like, oh my God, yes. what if it doesn't? What if you're so mentally drained that it doesn't? Yeah. Like, yes. because it's just been too exa- taxing to get there. And then you're there and you're like, this is not, I feel, and we don't know what people are walking into that way. Do they feel just weary and overwhelmed already? So like everything feels 10 times harder than it really is it just feels like that because it's all new and uncomfortable and like even though by then we'll be very used to wearing masks I think all of us are used to wearing masks at this point like I that's a you know natural I won't say it's a natural thought because I still have to be like oh shit drive a mask for every single person in this vehicle oh god (laughs) um but uh you know in terms like you kind of we mentally know like okay I'm gonna have to wear a mask like that is that is going to be part of this process but if everything feels super difficult, I worry about things like, like this would be applicable in Ireland too, where now for like Book of Kells, like everybody has to have a time ticket or mm-hmm. like stuff that could be semi-casual can no longer be semi-casual. That you yeah, have to have a timed everything and it takes away the spontaneity. And oh, Katie, I don't know if you've read, but the word slow travel, that trend is coming up and I know you're going to love that. Hey, yes. Everybody's talking I hope about. So. Post-pandemic travel is going to be slow travel. It's not going to be overly done. So I'm anxious to see where that marries, though, because if you're in Rome and you desperately want to see the Colosseum, but we have occupancy caps, yeah, how how does that marry with slow travel? Like, that's opposite of what we've been trying to get people to do. So I'm anxious to see where it falls. You're right. And I think I could could see working a little bit both ways, too, because even with some more things to deal with on the ground it's also like if you're finally getting to go out and take the trip like some maybe things that would have like been annoying um i'm only saying this because i was literally just with my family for a week and like my threshold of when they start getting on my nerves was like a lot longer because bonus (laughs) i I haven't yeah because i haven't like been you know i was like needing to get out needing to be around them and stuff and so I'm now I'm kind of like oh well maybe by the time they go something that would normally you know be really frustrating for someone like an inconvenience that they would be I really thought about that but it's hard to say that's a much more positive spin on I'm over here like they're gonna be pissed they're gonna be cranky (laughs) well that's the thing you know who who I who I do worry about more of my reschedule clients is ones where it was like definitely more budgety moderate trip where you know what I'm saying it wasn't like a bucket list situation and it's so when we go when they go it's like is this still enough is it what you still wanted um, right going in because the circumstances are so different so right it's really those will, yeah, I'm, we'll I'm like, ready to get a pulse point on those things. I'm even ready to understand how I feel when I mm-hmm. leave the country. It, am I going to be so just overwhelmed with, like, I'm finally out of there, I'm on a plane, I'm in somewhere different, or 
is it going to be, is it almost going to take you longer to settle in the first trip because you're just so used to being home right now and being told no, 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 that like, yeah. do you never get settled the same way because you got to get back out and get your road wheels on and st- stuff like that. Your um, road wheels. And I'm, yeah. Whatever. I mean, that's a very personal <laughs> thing, but I'm anxious. I'm trying to prepare for everything for clients yeah. so that I can better like help try to get a pulse point on them emotionally because I feel like that is so much more of our job right now is the emotional yes. side of it 100% than ever before like now yeah. I have to constantly be in tune I'm watching everything they're doing on Instagram because I want to hear what they're saying hear what their concerns are so that I can be sure to like advise and comfort in the right way and not yeah. force them into something you're so good at this like not forcing people into something that they don't really want yeah be, uh, be, you know what i mean like ooh, this is not going to be good because they're just going to freak out really like they're not actually yeah, like gonna this, do well with like this. it's not going to feel good mm-hmm. yeah I, you know the other thing too like so like you said i mean i do think it's going to be like slow travel will definitely be um be coming back up which i'm super super pumped about right and i think part of that will be the same way that we are feeling more busy and overwhelmed by a lower amount it'll be the same way for people traveling and i kind of wonder that too with reschedules where i'm like i wonder and i'm even like thinking out loud to myself right now as i reach out to people i'm like i wonder if it needs to be like do you still want to do this much or do you want some more free time like because we planned it at a time when we were used to go 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 and now that's a really good question the case well we talked about this before that some of our fears like back in the spring when this was all happening like we you know not people not wanting to people wanting a totally different trip but i hadn't really thought about it from the perspective of like just the pace are they gonna be okay with a slower pace i have even i was joking around with my sister-in-law about that the other day because we haven't seen each other and i was like oh i was like well we got this stuff this weekend this and i was like i feel like i needed like a period of time to get slowly reintegrated i'm a very busy social person and i love it but i find myself like oh my God, I need a minute. I, like, I'm not used to, I don't have the stamina anymore to to be yeah. social Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, I'm not used to it. Like, it's like my brain hasn't quite caught up. So that's a really good question to be asking folks. Like, do we still feel good about the amount we're doing in this? Or do you feel like you're going to need a slower pace? Or do you feel like you're going to get there and you want to hit the ground running? Because you haven't hit the ground running. I like that. Okay. I guess you have it so far. Yeah. I'm even thinking that with like, the proposals I need to send this week where it's like because the two that I still need to to get out are like a rail and day tours which as you know that just like adds to the logistics and the hours of, right. of the day so it's like really walking through that process like does this feel good like because if you've been you know working from home and living a slower life the past six months and then you have to go and like be at the tour departure point at 8 a.m and you don't get back till 8 p.m and it's like does that feel good anymore i don't i don't know like for one well, are it? you comfortable with being around 12 other people are you going to feel like subconsciously mm-hmm. you're going to put everybody on enemy status doesn't matter if we mean to or not. We have now been yeah. trained to think everybody's public enemy. So yeah. how, like, do we want to switch to private? Is that more the, like, the priority? We're going to re- redo funds that, like, okay, maybe we cut out an entire town 
for I'm using yeah. Ireland as an example, or even Italy would be an example of that. We're cutting out an entire town because we'd rather go slower and have only private tours, and that's what yes. fits for now. I don't. I guess I also worry a little bit. Like, I mean, I think this adheres to any generation, but specifically like older generations at this point. Like, are people though going to be trying to pound things out because they just had an mm. entire year taken from them and they don't? Yeah, you know, life still happened this year, right? People still got sick. Yeah. People still had cancer, et cetera, et cetera. And now, yeah. you know, we have the, we are hyper aware of our yeah, like our time. This is all we have, and this is all the time we have. And like, if you don't get to see family, and now you know, so I'm just I'm curious that how all that will start to shake out in the next. I and I don't even think would we'd almost have to have the conversation in a year and be like, what does that yeah. look like? How did how yeah. did these trends fall out? Yeah, it, I, I will be very interested to see what it, what is this. And a year from now, when we look back, what has changed? What looks different? What feels different? Yeah. That'll be interesting. And even with the, you know, I know we just did that panel on it, but the advisor-supplier relationship, that'll be interesting. I didn't read, did I? Yeah. I sent you that Travel Weekly article. I still haven't read it in full. Oh, yeah, I did read did it. Did you read that it? That was interesting. Yeah, I read it last night, actually, and I... Um, I thought it was interesting. It's it's basically I'll saying um, the f- they're they're basically saying that like some suppliers are, are I guess now putting out like financial statements in a way like kind of assuring people that they're fine financially. You know, to be honest, we've gotten gotcha. this far and like supply. I have not seen. We've had less suppliers drop this year than last year. So oh my god, um, right in a year that was so good. <laughs> yeah. So. You know, I think everyone is like, you know, surviving. I think the main thing on the supplier side, because I think if you're like, if you make it through 2020, like they're, they're all right. Um, God, right. I think, I think the main thing is going to be, I, that's the other thing. Like what looks different in terms of time spend? Um, because they're going to be stretched thin and not everyone is back with their full staff. So that's what. I what does uh, that look like? I don't yeah. know. What like, does that look like? I know I was on a little uh, tangent on TPT stories this week about that, like yesterday, I'm talking about that because it's like how how do oh, we I did change? Oh, I, yeah. So like, how do we change the? Which you you know what I'm working on in the background as far as like changing the model of how North Leisure works with advisors, but just in, right. I don't think that's going to change anyone else's mind on how the industry works, but. I do wonder how we get to a place where, because um, e- even working with advisors more and more and more, like just between TPT and now um, I'm like part of Refresh, which is for advisors and like really getting into people's businesses and hearing what they need, hearing what their challenges are. And it's really so much like advisors need suppliers to be able to spend more time on educating and advising them and getting through the process but i after this i think we're gonna it's gonna be less time available so like how do we mitigate that Mm. like what's the solution i don't know well i think we've talked about this you know pre-covid and stuff but i was listening to your stories and i was like what is the solution is it that suppliers charge how does that entire model actually look and how do we get the consumer on board is it or do you okay 
Um, obviously, I'm saying this real off, like, shooting from the hip, so I've not, like, put it on paper in any way to look at all aspects of it. But okay, say we get rid of preferred partners. Say that's mm-hmm. not what you pay into. Say you, p- I pay North and Leisure to be a partner of yours for the year. Mm-hmm. I'm put Ooh. on a retainer. You have X yeah. amount of hours, trips, and maybe I can earn, like, okay, Heather and works really well with us. We're not going to change. We're not going to increase, you know, whatever. Maybe there's some yeah, flexibility yeah. to that. Like, or if you hit so many trips a year, you, you cap it. I don't know. I feel like there's got to be yeah. some sort of like, I want to be long-term, rewarded. Long term. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because in theory, then it makes it easier on both of us in theory yeah. that like, then that, yeah. then we're good. But maybe like in, from a consortial level, cause I still like, I have so many questions about how they're staying afloat like I just I that whole thing blows my mind right now but yeah um just just, I was just thinking about um the podcast network that I know I was like this is exactly why we can't we sorry I was like this I can't can't trust it I can't be I I just want to talk about it like I want to talk about it um yep but okay so maybe the model is more like if you're a preferred partner quote unquote you get so many trips for you a year but that's because you're paying Mm. into it Versus being yeah. the money being paid out, or how do you get marketing money if that's what the priority is? Because you and I work very differently that way. That marketing money is not important to us. We wouldn't do anything with it. So, yeah. but at a bigger scale, let's say it's you know somebody like Journeys, and please keep in mind, I'm literally just using them as an example. That's not because I've discussed anything with them. Like, just, just don't want yeah. anybody to be like, "Hello, Christopher said that <laughs> Journeys." <laughs> like, no. Um, <laughs> But I'm trying to think of it from a big scale level of like, okay, does the agency pay in for access kind of like you would at any of the consortias? And then you get, I I don't want it to be so tiered where like, you're not going to get access to this unless you do this. Like, I think it could be simpler. You got to make it simple. Like, keep it simple, stupid. But, um, you know, also, it's a great, oh my gosh, this is such a perfect example because we know that the advisor community tends to be cheap can i still say that yeah word? let's just say it it's cheap. okay i was like can i still yell i mean cheap. i feel like i don't I have love y'all but y'all cheap yeah <laughs> i mean like i honestly don't even know right now i don't even know like i'm not in a pulse point where i know what's happening out there but okay so we always assume if we like i'm coming to you and i'm like well i need training katie i don't know anything about any you know ireland but like i'm expecting yeah. this of you and i'm expecting you to do all this work for free what if the the switch is more in that model that advisors aren't trained for free. This yes. also, oh my God, in my head, this relates to the whole issue we have with the lack of barrier to entry. Yes. If we had a barrier to entry, a better barrier to entry and edu- proper yeah. education, then this them yeah. coming, just like you pay to go to school. I pay a college yes. to provide a professor to educate me on the topic. So why couldn't the industry shift to that model and be like, I'm paying yeah. you, Katie, to come and educate me. Obviously, it's a win-win if... We yes. work together, but I'm not, you're not yeah. wasting your time from start and maybe I get two or three trips planned out of that, whatever, you know, your first two yeah. or three trips, because it's this cost, but I'm giving you this much webinar. I'm available to discuss it with you at any point in time. Yes. Um, you get that one-on-one of, access. Really what it is, is access. Because this is what makes me feel like, I mean, I'll just say it. I've, like, I always feel like I'm treading lightly when I'm talking about it, like, yes, you, oh, yeah. suppliers, don't get paid and blah, blah, blah. Because, uh, you know, I get it. I sound like an asshole and everyone's like, well, 
that's your problem, basically. But the but the problem is twofold because for advisors, you you know we hear it, we hear it, and we feel it all the time. Like you and I with TPT, and then also and just in our individual experiences where it's like you need a little more upfront. You need a little more of that access, that one on one time, especially in that. Oh, sorry, I hit the mic. Uh, first year or two, like discovering how you worked best together and then like then it gets a lot easier and better but the way that suppliers operate it it doesn't it's not feasible because if you have a team let's even if you're a boutique supplier and there's like three four people right everyone's on a salary and the time that it takes when someone an advisor sends in a request so you're either taking that time to quote do a proposal uh if it books and after it travels, then the supplier gets makes money. Right. That is like, so we are, it's not even just a working for free quote in quotes uh, model. They literally pay money because they have to pay their staff that is fielding these requests. And even when, like, you know how it comes in, like whenever, when I get a request where it's like, it's definitely not a fit. It's like uh, it's taking the that little bit of time and advising and educating like hey this is why this doesn't work for this destination like if they're willing to do this or this we could talk about it but you know it's taken me <laughs> over a decade of experience to get here that takes time out of my day like if I'm get, if I get on the phone with someone uh, under as TPT like I could charge per hour and make right. my time you know our time has value and so yeah, it's not as sustainable because we are relying on, uh, like it just, you don't make money unless the trip um, closes, which in a normal time we could float that, but obviously in a year when no one travels and you don't get to keep that money and it's constant cancels and reschedules, right? I think it's really highlighting the total I think, lack well, of. I think it's highlighting a very archaic business model. That business model worked when airlines were paying commissions, where folks couldn't go on the internet. It's like we never modernized to yeah. a business model that actually makes sense all around. Because the other thing I'm thinking is, for example, I see how many emails I get a week about larger companies offering training. Training, training, training. Mm -hmm. I never, you know, I'm not taking advantage of it. Because yeah. A, I don't want to sit through a webinar. I want to talk to a yeah. human, just like my mm -hmm. clients do, to be honest. And... I only want it if it's applicable and within context of what I'm looking at. I'm not going to learn anything at a real, I'm going to probably pick up two things. I shouldn't say that. I'm going to pick up one or two like random things, yeah. but it would be much more in context if I was like, here's the problem I'm trying to solve. This is the client I'm trying to figure out. Okay, now I have a whole slew of things that I'm getting and it's going to stick. And yeah. I think though, because the training, like the amount of training they do, it's not taken I want to say seriously, I don't think that's the best word, but there's no skin in the game. It's what we talk about all the time no. even with clients. There's zero skin in the game. So why am I going to come to your webinar? Like, and yet they're paying staff to, you know, put on webinars, they, to be available. Oh, they, they, yes, they pay yeah, photographers like, to do all this. They pay copywriter. There's a lot of marketing money that goes into it for sure. And yet people are like, whatever, I just, it's either available or not. Like I, if I need it, I need it. But if it's, I mean, who learns at such a general level? I need context. That's just, and as somebody who's now a dual educator, <laughs> I've been six year old. I'm like, they need context. There's no, yeah. I need immediate feedback and I need context to 
the situation. So I, I don't yeah. know. I think that's, I think this is like taking, like I said, it's very archaic business model that we're all sitting in. We're like, well, and my God, Katie, you and I know, because we start at the time frame we started working and travel. People were like, well, this is just how it is. I mean, God, it took yeah, forever to get they email will- proposals going. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I mean, it's, it really is. It's interesting, too, because, well, one, kind of exactly what you're saying. Yeah, you do need context. Like, uh, you know, learning about a destination in an hour that you have free, like, cool. Um, but we all know what the real education in this um, industry is, and that's experience. It's applied practice. It is planning a trip to that place again and again and again, working with that supplier again and again and again until it's like clockwork. And then you could both like deliver better for each other. And it's funny because like, especially after our Travel Age West thing, when we were like really, you know, it feels like with TBT, we've just been hammering in this message of like, we got to get on the same team, guys. We got to get on the same team. And I, I do think that, um, we've had an effect in that because I think that more people are talking about how to partner with the suppliers and how to how to get on the same team. But now let's take it to the next step, which is how come half of this team's got to pay money uh, to educate the other half? <laughs> like, right. you know what I mean? Like we, well, how about we got, we got to figure out how this works for both, uh, uh, both members of the team where it's not, you know, we just got to figure out a better way to subsidize it. And that, like you said, it could be something like um, in place of, because like where agencies kind of buy in. And then you, like as an advisor, you could subsidize that with like charging service fees per trip. That's that also, that's what was like ringing my head too through. I'm like, this is a great, we are at such a great time because like you were saying earlier, the consumer is now very aware of our value. Like, or yeah. much more aware, you know, I'll say at least more aware than they were a year ago, right? Well, if you want to tout private, great, or I'm sorry, like exclusive access or partnerships on the ground, this is a, like, it all ties in. If you want my partners on the ground, we all have to, it's not free. Nothing is free, y'all. Not not a single thing in this goddamn world is free, excuse my French. But like, it's it's not, not. it just isn't. Like, everything has a price. Yeah, we have to we have to get away we we need to turn our industry into like this is like you get what you pay for you get a high touch premium service by working with people or you point and click and you can you have all the time you have to read all of those google results and good luck to you yeah that's by all means go for it i love it yeah get it um i think this is i you and i've always had an issue with this i know oh my god i feel (laughs) fired up I was like, I need a big old whiteboard right now. We need to. <laughs> I know. We need to write I this know. out. We just gave away a million dollar idea. Um, <laughs> story of our life. Also, Pardon hold on. Guys, well, Side note. Edit this out. <laughs> Sp- I know. Speaking of million dollar ideas, how about the time we didn't capitalize on workcation and now everything yeah. is a workcation, a schoolcation, a travelcation, yeah. or whatever? Mm-hmm. I'm like, God, we were geniuses. We actually, like, look at us being ahead of the trend. We, we were, were ahead so of ahead of that trend. Damn. Ahead of our time. Also, like, when it comes to schoolcation, how are they not just, like, leaning in and put it? There has to be some play on, like, it's an education. Uh, like, it's already in the oh, word, guys. Put something oh my there. <laughs> put it together. I didn't even think that. Actually, it's funny you're talking about Because the project Meg and I are working on, we've been trying to come up with the title. I hope Meg, Meg yeah, take note. Yeah, steal it. Take it. Um, yeah. That's so funny. Because we've been, like, calling it, like, 
travel school, but my head thinks travel school, Ooh. like travel agent school. Yeah, I can't travel think agents are going to look for it. That is not what the, yeah. like, advisor, or the, I'm sorry, the consumer thinks, but, like, my brain is, like, that is not, like, yeah, I can't you're, get out you're of You're going to get advisors that are like, are you starting a travel school? <laughs> oh, my God, I know. No, no God, no. Um, uh, 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 yeah. No, so... Um, I mean, that's, uh, I, education. I think at... that's really funny. I had never thought of <laughs> I feel real stupid right now. I was today years old when I realized it says education. <laughs> oh my God. You know what? I just don't, I just need my brain to have five minutes to have capacity to think. Wow. But yeah. look at us with our ideas. Okay. Wait, you made me think of something else related to this. Oh, I, I really, I was just. I know, I think we... No, good. No, no, I... Oh, sorry, I was like, I think we thought of something really good there. I think we did. I think we did. I know, it's like we've been circling this problem for a while, because even, I mean... All right, so we're back in good old audio stuff again. I feel like I have to say it, because I'm like, my editing skills aren't smooth enough to... (laughs) For, make yeah, it just assume if, if it ever seems awkward, it's probably because we lost internet. Yeah, and that's it's probably just the story internet. of our life. Yeah, it's like just assume that we lost internet. And the, oh, yeah, mm, yep. they did their best. Oops, Daisy. Yeah, they they did their best. That's um, they need to just put that on my gravestone. She did her best. <laughs> this is all she can do. Yeah, it's fair. it's fair, especially right now. It's fair. Don't feel bad about that. Um, oh man. So we were talking about our our bajillion dollar idea. Yeah. And um, then you had started saying, like, you're, because you're potentially changing your business model slightly. Yeah, I am. I know. I sort of started to go into it. And honestly, I don't even, it might be too confusing to even try and explain on here. But really that on like a personal level, really, it's more like uh how I, I am working gaming out partnering with advisors in a way that makes me actually their partner kind of on their team treating me as your IC essentially because it would pass through straight to me and I would take care of the consult and then that way I could charge a fee and then obviously kicking back part of the fee and then a commission but it's hands off for the advisor and I think that would solve a lot of headache because let's be honest half of it's like the communication of like uh along the way and figuring out like putting it together and that takes time it takes a few trips and and time time in to like really get that sweet spot you know advisor and supplier working together again and again and again all right guys so now that uh we've let our bajillion dollar idea out of the bag (laughs) Um, we, we were thinking like, what if someone comes, which we also had a little drop there. So that's why we're just jumping back in. Um, we were just talking about, well, cause I'm sure someone listening to this is going to be like, well, isn't that what consortiums do? And not, not really. really. I mean, they're, you're paying into them for marketing purposes specifically. I'm, I think training comes along with it. Like I guarantee it probably yes. says you have to provide X, Y, Z amount of trainings a year to our, our agency community. But the thing is, is that, I'm, and let's be clear, we all know that not all training is created equal. So there's probably some excellent training out there and some very mediocre and very terrible training. So, but it, it's yeah. always just like we were saying earlier, it's context is so much of that. I can, and I think new advisors, they're taking in a ton of training, probably just trying to like 
have something, which I don't think there's a negative to that. But unless what happens is they fall short. So the training staff will be amazing. Then they'll go and try to find an advisor to work with. Actually, I remember that from TPT. I'd get asked all the time, well, how do you find like the one person you work with? And some, yeah. I, I actually believe like some of that I couldn't get until I had some street cred until I was like, yes, I've been yeah. doing this long enough and like had the right person to connect me. So what if that was all eliminated? What if you could essentially yeah. walk in with getting that? Cause then you're going to be more successful. You're going to sell uh-huh. it. Like, 100%. It's definitely all context because let's think of, because yes, training is very good. It's, it's good to get an overview of a destination and kind of like the basics and the ins and outs. But until you're like working with that client on that specific trip, there's, you can't possibly for all the destinations you need to know as an advisor, just know the ins and outs the way that you need to, to go back to them um, every single time. So that could be something as simple as like, I I did this uh, last week, I sent a video to an advisor. So we were working on a train trip for Scotland. And it was like, literally me showing the rail map and being like, this is why this doesn't work well, because there's not a direct route from here to here, we have to go all the way back down and all the way back over and that takes a full day. And is that going to feel good? Probably not. Like, so these are our options, like, would they consider self driving? Or what are we willing to cut? And that's not something that you're going to remember off the top of your head from like an overview hour training. No, it's just not going to come up. Well, and you're not going to, nobody's going to cover that. They're not going to cover the bad part, right? They're not going to cover the like, this is why these things don't work. (laughs) They're covering a high level, super happy, like, whatever part, you know, that's what we're, yeah, we're we're not actually problem solving in those yes trainings. yes 100% so that's what it's about it's about problem solving because that's what's going to actually close the sale with your client and build credibility and help you build authority and seem like the expert uh, is when you can actually have access to the supplier um, and access to someone who wor- or works works for the supplier too not just a res agent but like a qualified person right. who knows all the stuff they need to know and uh, that can take the time to walk through that with you because I can tell you like I I mean I send little uh, video replies all the time now because um, it's it's an investment in working with that advisor long term but like even sending a 10 minute video well that means that I have reviewed your request I've thought it out I've mapped out what I thought was best because then the video the 10 minutes I'm talking on a video and sending it over to you is me explaining why this option may not work and providing alternatives and giving you next steps so all in we might have like a 30 minute time spend well you know, there's only so many 30 minute chunks in the day and in the week to make that work. Um, And if you're, you know, uh, an operator and you're paying your employees a salary for that time. You need the ROI on it. mm -hmm. So that's why it's got to be time. I mean, that's this is where we see all the pain points we hear and the advisor supplier relationship. A lot of it true. It comes down to communication and comes down to time. And that's that's, I mean, that's part of why the communication isn't always great because people don't have time. We got to get in, we got to get out. You right. know, we don't have time to be as as thorough as um, what we would like to be. And yeah, it's, you know, that's why you get well, quick quotes where availability hasn't been checked or 
you know, yeah. where they ignored half of your email, even though you were very detailed and very thorough, because they ain't got time. They don't have it. Well, and I think we can all relate to it. it feels so good when when you're working with a partner who's able to explain something that either won't work or would be really cool that you ne- you just didn't know and you're able to showcase that to the client. That's such a good yeah. feeling. And uh, like you said, it builds, yeah. you know, all of the key components of a long-term client relationship. But yeah, it, like, so I guess the, the thought process here is with the way your people we're currently paying into consortias for marketing and quote unquote training, like it still also doesn't solve the problem of our supplier partners not getting paid until afterwards. That everything they're tying up a ton of money to hopefully generate enough sales to constantly keep yes. their their ship afloat and then in profit. And obviously in a situation like this, we've discovered all the like uh cracks yeah. in the, you know, ceiling, so to speak. Um, For sure. And then advisors also I'm seeing so much on, and I actually don't necessarily support this, um, which I'm probably going to be shunned for, but keep seeing advice. Like I saw Signature has gotten two partners to pay their commissions earlier, I think. And then I think like Globus is doing that. I'm actually not pro that because who wants to have their commission recalled? If you haven't done that, yes. you're not the accounting person in your office doing that. It's horrible. It's, I mean, I shouldn't say yeah. that sounds dramatic, more dramatic than it is, but it isn't fun. It's not ideal. I, I mean, fun. I only have two ICs, but I've had to do it to the one. And I, I felt bad. I was like, God, now I got to go back and be like, hey, give me this money or I'll take it out of your next commission check. And yes. I don't even know how that's even working in this current state when there's very little coming or going, but... Mm-hmm. No. And that's just adding, that's compounding the problem on the supplier end too, because that is account, extra accounting and they're paying someone to physically do that job. I just am not, I don't think that is a solution. I think it's a great example Mm -hmm. of how we still haven't quite bridged the gap of us all being on the same team. Because it's all like advisor, 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 give the advisors money quicker. They need money. Wait a second does not yeah. make i need because <laughs> like i mean suppliers are, have money <laughs> we've talked about this earlier yeah, yeah. and i yeah. am genuinely sad every time i get an email that's like i'm no longer with this company because of the pandemic and i'm like i need them more than i need my money sooner because as long as the trip goes i'm gonna get like i'm gonna get it eventually i just budget for that appropriately yeah. but i need yeah. my partner on the ground who's showing up yes. and who's easy to work with and who's over, you know, excelling and, um, or that's not the word I want, but you know, like, damn it, brain, <laughs> whatever, yeah, you know, like, doing it is, it's going above and beyond what on the ground too. So yeah, it's that it's, and it would solidify that relationship a lot more. Like it would, honestly, it would feel a lot better because imagine like a lot of you listening, it's like, remember when you, or some of you are still in this place, like charged no fees and let people like beat you up yes, and exactly. take control of your time. Like that's essentially the supplier the same model thing right is now. happening. Yes. And, um, and it's funny too, because I, you know, I talk about fees, I teach about fees and it's, and whenever I have the conversation with the advisors, it's almost like they're apologetic. Like, well, I don't think I should charge a fee because I'm very pro fee. Um, however, I'm like, like my business doesn't charge fees for advisors. Like I know that life. I'm in it. I am in it every day. Of course you can make a successful business doing it, but is it like, is this the best use of our time? And imagine if the 
cash flow was moving in such a way to the supplier too, that allows for not only more time, but then we can provide more resources. Then we can pr provide more personalized marketing materials for you or a, a fam that makes more sense than just like through the numbers, through the numbers, getting it out there. Um, I was to say, I would thing. love to see suppliers have better um, traveled advisors or um yes i mean to me they're advisors too but you know what i mean like teams yeah their knowledge yeah. is just as helpful to me so if i don't know it i mean that's what i tout as an advisor i'm like if i don't know it my colleague is going to well i need to know that my colleague yeah. knows it um so yeah. i would even love to see that money be used in in a hundred different ways like in that being one of them that they can get also the turnover would be lower like yeah. you'd get people yep. willing to stay I can't think of a single, like, negative benefit to it off the top of my head in this moment. But um, no, also, I just so had a conversation sense. with somebody the other day. It was it would take away this guilt, too, because some of us, some advisors do feel this way. They don't feel like, well, it's totally their job. Um, but someone was like, I feel really bad because if they pick this option, the two other companies that I've been working with to try to get these quotes together are now out of the loop totally. And I would feel terrible. We've put a lot of time right. and energy into this, and now they're going to go and pick yeah. something else. Well, now there'd be less guilt. Doesn't mean I don't think yeah, they're totally guilt. guilt free, but like you'd be like, well, okay, I paid them. I don't feel so bad about it now. Like everybody got what they needed. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. Like that time was still accounted for, you know? Right. Was, and exactly. And it was paid for. And yeah. It, it is, and it's, it is always, um, interesting to me every time we like have this conversation. And I, like I said, I know every time I talk about suppliers, I try to like tread a little lightly. Um, but like the, in my opinion, which this may obviously be biased because I've always been on the supplier side. Um, and this doesn't apply for very large, um, corporations where there's res, you know, just like not well paid res agents that are, our churn and burn kind of right. places, but like, you know, especially like your smaller boutique suppliers where everyone is actively involved in planning itineraries, the level of expectation on us to be knowledgeable about all the things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we are, we are at the end of the day, we're responsible for that trip. Like if they go and they don't like something that's on us, we have to, right. we have to figure that out and make that right. Whereas there's, doesn't, there's not really that same burden of responsibility on an advisor. Now I know a lot of people personally take that on to expand and grow and, and things, but then right. there's advisors who are, are, they don't have to, uh, grow if they can keep clients coming in. Um, right. They're not yeah. in the same so, in the same case. Yeah. I think yeah. that's I'm trying yeah. to think though. I don't know how I guess I don't know how that like model totally works with Yeah. Uh, with like cruises. I mean I think it could. But it's it a cruise is like a total awesome and we've never said we were experts in cruising. That is not our area yeah. of expertise at all. That's such a different yeah, it's such a different ballgame. Cruises, escorted, things like that where it's like because the product is set. It's really like that's true. Yeah. Said, you know, is yeah. there space? Choose the right room. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, you're not picking yeah. the same things. Yeah. That's yeah. True. It's not just reinventing the wheel from every single um, interaction. I don't know. So, like, listen, uh, operators, if any of you are listening, <laughs> this is our time. This is our moment to change things if we want to change things. Amen. Um, 
Like, because Lord knows. I mean, like I said, that's why I'm personally doing it. Like, that was part of my, as soon as, is when this all hit and this was going down, like, and we were in those early months of, like, April, May, and I was like, hmm, yeah, uh, I don't think that this is super in my favor long term. And yeah, I remember uh, you saying that. Mm-hmm. Why, you know, I, luckily, I'm not such a large <laughs> such a large company, me and Penny. Um, uh, I'm not such a large company that I'm like, you know, accountable to employees and things to right. keep going and all that right now. And I, I don't have that that burden. And at some point, maybe I will. But until then, I can make different decisions. And I think that's what it looks like for me, even if the industry doesn't follow suit. But I guarantee you, you guys, we're going to turn around. Y'all going to turn around one day in like a couple years. It's going to be like workation. And you'll be like, well, shit, they knew what they were talking about. Uh, right. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, we did predict a recession, quote unquote recession. I mean, why not? Let's just predict yeah. it all. <laughs> <laughs> Um, No, I I would love to see people pick up on that trend and be like, you know what? You're right. We're going to change this. And people are going to balk. I think that's the thing with change in general. I think we all know that from any other part of life. Like people are going to have issue with what you're doing. And it's not necessarily like I I hate to say it, but at the top of my mind, like all the agents who still aren't charging fees are really struggling with that and still Mm -hmm. selling the like $2,500 all-inclusive stuff. Like that is not like it just to me, that's not necessarily the future of travel advising. Do I think you could be there? Sure. But do I think you're going to build a real long-term business out of it? No, not as these younger kids get older and have literally spent their lives on the internet, unlike us who in our mid-30s, yes. who, like, the internet was still new when we were in middle yeah. school, elementary, middle school-ish. Yeah. Like, we just, we're dealing with kids who are going to be like, this does not phase me. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's a lot. No, you're 100% right. Like, think uh, 20 years from now when, you know, if Caroline's looking for a vacation, homegirls in zoom school right now like that is a lot different (laughs) yeah than anything that didn't even exist when we were kids you know god now we changed ourselves like we sound so old (laughs) (laughs) and i walked to school uphill (laughs) yeah this this is our i walked to school (laughs) like we didn't have zoom nobody could teach us on the internet although i will tell you it was funny the girls were like um because they've had to be home the two days they could go because of COVID and stuff. Um, they were like, well, do we have to do school online now? I'm like, heck yeah. You don't have sick days anymore. You don't get snow days. Look at you. Yeah, they're gone. Right. I was like, no excuses. Yeah. I was like, no you guys are missing off. out on a huge joy in life. Um, yeah. Oh, there's nothing better than a snow day. Right. Oh, there's nothing better than a snow day. Right. So <sighs> I thought that was funny. I was like, nope, you got to still go to school. Sorry, Charlie's. <laughs> Um, anyways now that we just aged ourselves so lovely but i do think it's true though like these kids will they'll have had so much more access to and seeing it in real time like they'll know obviously there's gonna be something way better and greater but they'll probably be able to like insert themselves virtually into a destination Mm -hmm. into a property in less than 20 years and so making a decision between instead of googling like it's just not going to be the same so i think if you want longevity it is in custom travel it's in finding 
you know, your niche in that. And how do you touch with people? Yeah. How do you connect with people? And how do you make yourself the expert and, and them and their type of travel and yeah. finding the partners to do that with you? Yeah, 100%. 100%. And I think you can't be... This is me just maybe like talking, like convincing myself. Like you really can't be afraid to shift your model, right? This industry keeps changing and, uh, you know, somebody's got to go first. So I don't mind. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I was like, I like it. But I just, so gosh, it always like every time we get to these things, it just makes my brain explode that I'm like, this is all still like starts at a base level to me. If we had a barrier to entry, we could grow from that point. If there's skin in the game from (sighs) everybody, like it just, we have to take the model that we set up and say, and just recognize that this wasn't, it was good 25 years ago. And you know what? We didn't evolve properly. And now we We need to evolve, except that this is not great. And let's change it and be better. Isn't that what everybody's doing this year? Yeah. We're all trying to be better anyways in a hundred different capacities. Yep. Like, yep. accept where you're where you're wrong and fix it. And, and go, yeah. Because this, I think it just would solve so many problems for, I think it would, suppliers would be able to like improve what they're doing in a whole different way with that extra time. And advisor, it would take the pressure off of advisors to, because- Without that barrier entry, like, let's, let's call it like it is. It's tough to just join and you're not, you know what I mean? It takes a while to find your footing in the industry as an advisor, uh, because there's too much to learn. There's, there's the industry itself is extremely complicated. Finding the right partners is very complicated. You can't learn every destination fast enough. And then you have to also attempt to run a business and learn some marketing and all of those things. And what if we just took the pressure off of that whole finding a partner and suppliers part? And made and made and took the burden off of having to learn a destination because you had one people to work with you one on one for that. Right, like it would just open the door for all these other things, and we maybe it's crazy. Like the more we talk about it, I'm like, damn, we really set ourselves up for like making this hard, it didn't is. we? I know that is it is interesting when we when I think about that to like. Well, no wonder this model hasn't changed. A, we're all very yeah. indi- the travels. This side of the travel industry is very slow to change. And yeah, we're cheap about it. And mm-hmm. we just, I think back to the conversations I had at my very first trade shows and I'm like, well, of course, of course, because those people weren't even sure why I was in this career. So why yeah. the, the, it was never going to be forward thinking anyway. So that's really, yeah. I was find that an interesting conversation to talk to clients about is the fact that travel feels modern. The front side of travel, the consumer, it feels very modern. Yes. And I'm like, yeah. if you only knew, the backside is like 25 years behind every other <sighs> industry, which it used to be it about really technology. Is. And I feel like we've overcome yeah. most of that. We are in a much better place than we were even five years ago. Yeah, I've made a lot of like, strides. We made huge yeah. strides. Okay, so check mark. Now it's saying these business models do, do not make sense anymore. And we are not afraid to make a difference and change it and be uncomfortable in that change for a bit. Yeah. I, yeah. And I think it's, you know, we've, we've come, I think the industry has come a long way in the last, especially like uh, last couple years in being like, oh, we need to focus on relationships, focus on relationships, which is, of course is right. But now what if instead of, you know, it's, you know, I, I'm the expert in this or this or that and selling on that. What if we all just embrace the role that um, we solve problems? 
And so how do we solve this problem? This is Isn't just that the like marketing that 101 to they're like, what's the problem you solve? Okay, well, yeah. let's solve a problem. Let's solve it. Let's solve yes. it. Yes. Let's do it. it. Also, that makes I'll me think win. too. That's why I'm like, I'm so bad at destination training because I'm like, this is not solving my problem. I don't have time in my life right now to not have a problem solved either. That's the reality of it. No. And I think as more advisors, yeah. like, gosh, we know how many people are pregnant right now. They're going from yeah. very single-esque to everybody's having a family. And so that will help evolve some of this market too, where just like our personal needs change. We're like, oh, I yes. can't be at every trade show or every, I mean, whatever trade shows look like in the future. Um yeah. It's true. I saw Asta put on a trunk and trade. I thought that was cute. Where they were outside, oh. like masked up, of course, and but they pe- the suppliers put stuff in their trunk, and I was like, oh, it was like trick or treat, but like trunk or treat, you know? Yeah, same, same yeah. exact idea. But I was That's like, super a, cute. A plus for creativity and like see? finding a way That's to connect. Creative. And yeah, um, that's super creative. Yeah. You know, I think the other thing too is like, like you said, there's um, definitely uh, a lot of us uh, pregos um, currently. So navigating the world of maternity leave and all of that fun stuff. But then I think too, uh, a lot of the conversations I've had recently are like, kind of, you know, we want it to be, we want the demand to be back full swing for sure. Like we want to be busy, but not, I don't think everyone's like ready to be in like 2019 hustle mode in the way that we were, but we don't want to like, we, you know what I mean? Let's like, we, how do we keep our business at the same level without just like running out of gas constantly? I have that same thought because I just don't know, especially in 2020 and into 20, like as long as the school year is, I have no clue how I'm going to do it all. But I obviously don't want to expose that weakness to my clients. I don't want to discourage them and then think, I can't work with Heather. Clearly, your hands are too full because it's not like necessarily the case. And it's constantly fine. I feel very fortunate that I've worked hard enough. um, And I don't say that lightly, but I, I put everything in place to make sure that the clients walking through my door right now are people I already want to work with. So at least what's yeah. coming in, I want to say yes to. But I think if yes. you're in a different circumstance, don't be afraid to say no. I know we're all quote unquote desperate, but desperation never leads to anything good. And don't start saying yes just because you're trying to get money. I mean, obviously, I'm, yes. I want to make the exception there. If you're like the breadwinner and you need to put food on your table, you do whatever the fuck you do. Got what you to gotta do. do. Sue's my friend. Yeah. But I would expect, yeah. like, I would do that. If I had to, I'd be like, I'm hustling, I'm working wherever I have to work in order to put food on my yeah. table. So I don't want to negate because there are some extreme circumstances right now that I realize people yeah. are in. But if you're yeah. not in that situation and don't start saying yes to things you want to because you put all those barriers up and those boundaries, which are so important. And that's what my fear is. I don't want to watch those walls deteriorate because I've worked so hard to put them up. Yeah. Like you don't want to do that to yourself. I mean, I'm working at night now and I am so angry at myself because I put all that work into place to not do that. But it's just, I have to accept that this is the season of life I'm in. And like currently- I'm not going to say, you know, like the clients, I want to work with them. So I'm going to work at night and I'm okay with that. I just know that I I have to put a stop to it at some point that I have to be like, nope, I'm finally at a place where I can bring somebody in to watch my kids then you know, and I can go back to work to daytime hours. So I think it's, I think there is going to be more conversation about that. And I really like, I welcome that because it's a really hard juggle, especially when you've done that. Also, you made me think, um, 
just based on your own situation, Katie, is like, as a supplier, especially because it's just, you know, you and Penny, um, if we change the model, it opens up to so many better options for maternity leave. You could still have money yes. coming in your door. Every This goes yep. for everybody. You could still have money coming in your door. You have partners that you mm-hmm. want to partner with. And um, yeah. not to harp on the subject, but I use this example to my lovely school district. The term, like, it takes a village actually isn't, like, I feel like everybody uses that and kind of looks at the mom's world. Like, well, the mom needs her mom friends and her mom. That's not what it actually means. It actually is referring to the fact that every single one of us relies on the other in the sense that, like, you know, I need you, Katie. You need me. The client, like, every single one of us needs each other to keep going at a broader level. Like, my community needs me to keep working in order to pay my taxes, to pay my deals, to put money in it, to keep, it is truly a big circle. And... God, yeah. if anything we need this year, it's some connection and community. So, yeah, we do. It's it's really gotta we gotta start changing it. And it's it's I feel like things are becoming clearer and coming full circle a little bit. It reminds me of some conversations I was kind of having like earlier in the summer with um, some of my guides in particular, where it's like, you know, I, one of my one of my goals moving forward is like, how do we just like humanize travel a little bit more? Uh, because I think we all got a little, uh, and we had talked about this on the podcast even before, um, before all this happened, where it was like, everyone was just like getting their panties in a bunch over like, how do we automate and s- scale and this and that mm. and make it bigger and bigger and faster and whatever. And it's like, well, what if we just like, let's just like humanize it and get back to like, this is how I can help you. Yeah. And this is how we can help each other and move forward. And yeah, it would be nice to like have some more options for maternity leave. I'm still gaming that out in the background now that may look like, um, just for everyone listening, because I'm going to have to like announce it at some point for North and Leisure. But um, I am currently gaming out a partnership on the ground with uh, people I know, love, and trust, which is obviously the important part, um, to keep propo- keep new trip proposals uh, going out even while I am on leave for Ireland. I do not currently have a game plan for that for Scotland, so that would probably just those would just be put on hold as of right now, is unless I come up with another solution. Um, but it's it's hard. You know what I mean? It's like, even when you know someone's capable of doing the job and you trust them, it's, there's still no getting around the, you know, I've spent so long building this and I'm very Mm -hmm. protective of it and opening myself up to a new way. And I don't think that I would have been, I actually, I know that I would not have been as open to this a year ago, but one, my circumstances have changed. Like, I mean, like it or not, this at some point this baby's coming out of my body, and uh, my time is gonna change. <laughs> so, good old motherhood—it um, <laughs> changes you real quick. <laughs> I mean, I, it's like I've already—I feel already like because uh, I was so sick in first trimester that I was like literally grounded. I couldn't—I just couldn't do anything, and it was like, okay, yeah. Everyone told me that I wouldn't be in control anymore, and I'm just not. So. Just getting used to that feeling the whole way through and uh, dealing with it. Every time I like turn to Nick and I'm like, oh my God, is when does this part stop? And he's like, February, <laughs> when you have the baby. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. I'm like, 
I'm like, okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, but yeah, so figuring out a leave it. But yeah, I think this year has really, uh, not just because of maternity leave, but because of all the things this year and reevaluating what this looks like, I think has um, kind of opened the door for some new possibility on how North and Leisure grows going forward. Because I got, I got to say, like, just going back to what we were talking about with the, the supplier model and, and sustainability, because I was, ve- I mean, I was very public about it. It's on this podcast um, about being f- all for the employee model. And now right. I'm like, hmm, no, that is risky. That's real risky having a payroll when this yeah it feels real yeah it was like feels real scary i was gonna say i feel like i i don't feel secure on any secure ground i'm like do i think something of this scale could happen again and have the same effect i'd like to think no because like we're just in a different mental space as a society that like we're probably either gonna put up a front to it like a stop to it real quick or like we're either that or we're gonna like hunker down really quick because we don't want it to have the same long-term effects but um, yes. I also don't want to be walking around stupidly naive and thinking that I'm safe. Yes. Well, yeah, it's interesting because it's like I was actually talking about this this morning uh, with our with the refresh crew because we were talking about 2020 and uh, obviously, I, I mean, I I knock on wood. I hope not during the rest the rest of our career that we face like a year long closeout, um, but. We have to be prepared for th- other things. Like, I mean, before this, we would talk about the Icelandic ash cloud or anything. Like, if something comes wrong and Fs up a month or two of revenue, it has long-term effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really I don't does. ever want to be stuck behind that now. Like, I feel... No. I just... Yeah, I'm like, never again do I want only one source of income because clearly that's not um, the best idea. No. And I, And I also feel like... Um, just like for you and I in particular, like how long we've done this and how like we have paid our dues. We have put the work in, we have put the hours and we still put the hours in. And I, at a certain point, am unavailable for <laughs> like this kind of, you know, that kind of risk. Um, Right, and I, that's, that's a good point. changes definitely changes how how growing my business. But yeah, absolutely, and other sources of income. I mean, that's definitely um, that's part of my working play for next year. I mean, it's so secret now. Like I, we, in that collaboration with Refresh, that that's a paid paid. Uh, what is it? Pro- I was gonna say product. It's like, not a product. Pro- oh, yeah, program. I, like, I don't yeah. know. I was like program. I don't, uh, <laughs> so I, was my, like, I don't know. My, I don't know. What are you calling it? <laughs> My, my, oh, no. the word that came to mind was, I just like totally went blank. It was, I was like, pro- it's not a product, it's a, a service. Um, <laughs> I just like struggle. Whatever word you want to use, it's that. It's, like, there it is. Yeah. And, and you know, and that's great for this year. I, a lot of people have asked if it asked already for doing that next year. And we have not made a decision on that. So, um, we will reevaluate at the end of the year because 2020 opened up time i would not have had time to do this in 2019 like right no zero chance no zero zero. chance i was gonna say you were like barely getting scraping by for tpt half the time on our time i yeah yeah it's the truth and that's i mean yeah that's another thing is like uh what is tpt look like 
going forward in TPT, what I'm working on in the background here and hoping to get done in the next few months. Um, pre-December I feel I just feel like now every time I talk about it, like hear like tick tock tick tock back of my head <laughs> on everything I have to get done uh but I'm trying to put together some like uh a website um I guess products would be the word for yeah. that uh templates that kind of thing so that uh you can plug and plug and play on a website if you need help with that and then um yeah that's kind of my only game plan on on that right now but yeah You're it's crazy are you gonna gaming out podcast at all or are you just kind of yeah like i'm gonna try it to to like see how i'm gonna feel? yeah see how i feel i'm gonna try to keep the podcast up because you know i just know how much like that's like our that's where our community connects the best yeah. and but it's definitely feeling different like i've recorded um so there was the one with Kareen last month, and then I recorded one yesterday with Nicole Barrett that, uh, well, I guess it would drop before this one. So you'll have heard it, ideally. I have to edit. I like mess, we messed up the sound. TBD. And it's weird. It's like a totally different thing to be, um, not weird, I guess it's the wrong word, but it's, it's like a whole different, like how do I, it's just different. Yeah, it's, that's been a big question over my head. Like how do I keep the podcast, the podcast, right? Where we come up with million dollar ideas on here or we say whatever the hell we want to and without it be feeling, uh, you know, like the way some well, you are and I, with guests. Well, like yeah, it's like you and formula. I are particular about, we also find it odd when it's just one person and have to, like we find that odd, our personal yes. taste in podcasting is like, you know, fairly particular in that, but yeah. I'm sure you'll come up with, yeah. with with a way. But I mean, yeah, I always feel so. um, someone had asked me what I shared that I was stepping down and they were like, you know, how do you feel about it or whatever? I was like, honestly, that those podcast episodes, like I stand beside every single one of them still. Yeah. I was like, I, yeah. I feel really good. I feel like it was our greatest resource that we could have ever like given back to our community and to, yeah. you know, that I was like, I feel really, I stand beside I'm sure there's something in there I said that's terrible. Like, I'm guaranteed it. But I was like, I still, I overall, my like gut check on it is like, I felt really good about the work we did there and the things we talked about there, just based on all the wonderful feedback we have gotten. And people still like, you know, saying like, I found your podcast and you're like, man. God, I don't know what I said back in those OG ones, but glad, glad it was I helpful. Remember. I know. I was like, glad it's I helpful. I never remember. Um, yeah. So I, you know, I feel, I feel like that's awesome. And I guess I just, I want to say thank you for figuring this out, for making us do this podcast. Thanks, Nick, to our manager. Yeah. Shout out, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> to forcing us to do this. And um, yeah, I just, I also want to thank everybody for listening and for just giving us always the space and the time and yeah letting us letting us be those people i guess i don't know what a good way to say it is but um <laughs> just yeah How they gave us they gave us space recently? yeah spicy and colorful yes yeah, spicy I mean, I think that's nice <laughs> i think that was a really nice way of saying that yeah that's just sometimes that's that's generous <laughs> i know i was like that's yeah. funny uh but yeah i'm just really grateful i hear the baby um just grateful for <laughs> the opportunity <laughs> i know right i was like coming but grateful for 
all the opportunities we've been given in the in here and just the chance to also yeah. just state our opinions freely and we really have gotten yeah. very little backlash like zero i mean truly very little backlash <laughs> surprising like honestly surprisingly little it's been nice yeah i you know it's like i think back to i can remember very clearly when i came out to your house and we recorded those first 3 Back to back, and we had no idea what we were doing. Not that we're like, I mean, hello, here we are on our, like, dropping out sound and still figuring all that out now. But, yeah, I didn't know what – we still didn't know what TPT was. And it's – and still – I still feel like it's figuring out what it is. And it's it's changing and evolving. But I'm with you. I think the podcast has been our single greatest – thing that's come out of it yeah yeah our contribution i think it it opened up you know being a part of this opened up things for me oh god i'm gonna like start crying and like run into like open up things for me like personally and professionally in a new way because before this i was always uh very solo and uh you guys know my tendencies is to like like live in the woods and not be like not avoid people uh, whenever possible. And so it's like, you know, starting TPT, it felt so natural and easy. And it's like really changed how I can view work, like partnering with people and finding other people that feel the same way I do about things. And um, like a new way to like have a new level of trust in, in a, in a work, in a work setting. Cause I'm a little, I can be controlling and clenchy. So. <laughs> I like it has your butt clenchy, like clenchy. <laughs> I was like, like butt clenching. Like, oh no, just like tense and not wanting to, <laughs> You know, not wanting to be available. And TBT changed that too, not just our partnership. Like, I know we had that these conversations in the background, especially when it first started. It was like we became visible in a new way that right. was a, an adjustment. I think especially for me, it was an adjustment. And uh, And it's like insane. Like, I can't even believe... It's only been two, with like it's two years. In my head, I was going to say, in my head, it's always two years because August was when like we we got the ball got rolling together. we announced it in like December, but yeah, it's yeah. been a wild, a wild ride in some ways. I feel like, I don't know, it's just, it's been yeah. good and I feel like I'm still trying to. I do not know what's going on with that baby, by the way, but I I text Brett and I'm like, is she okay? Like, why is she, what are we doing? So hard to concentrate. I, this is, this is so 2020. I text Meg, we were on a, we were on a work call and like with an ad agency. And I was like, I am so distracted right now because all I could see was that baby. Like I had the monitor and I was like, this is so hard. I need, I need quiet. But anyways, um, (laughs) <laughs> Not to totally ruin the moment. Uh, I don't know. I'm just there's so much of me that is still struggling with um, just accepting that twenty. I feel 
I know I've gained a lot in 2020, but I also am still very much in the process of like feeling like I lost a lot. And yeah, it's been really hard to figure out or to, to accept that. I feel like as women, we've made so many strides coming into 2020 that we can yeah. be professionals and own businesses and do all these amazing things. But at the end of the day, like my decision now is very reflective of the fact that I am the female in the house and that I'm, I'm a yeah. mom and I want to be mom first. I Oh, that's never not been the goal, but there's so much more to me than just being their mom. And part of being their mom is also being the business owner and also being the go-getter yeah. and the somebody who wants better for for her industry and wants to partner and collaborate and do cool other things. And so I think it'll take me some time to, to, to accept that like I had to hang it up for a little bit because my priorities have to shift. And I know everybody has been very understanding of that. And I'm so grateful. It's just that I even have, I have the choice in it. That's yeah. You know, at least I have the choice in all of this that I get to make these decisions for myself, even though it feels like and this is a little bit of forced decision. Um, yeah. But I also want to be fair to you and to what TPT can grow and become. And I, we knew it would evolve. Oh, we man. we knew that from the start. We knew that it would change yeah. and evolve a hundred different ways. And so I'm looking forward to, to watching that happen. And if I get to have a part of it in any way, then that would be great. But... I yeah. will definitely look back at the two years with a lot of love. <laughs> oh. Oh, sorry, guys. Man. Just know that you, you're all like a key part of God. We talk about these people all the time. We're just, you know, our community here. And so we're just grateful. And we yeah. will not cr- cry on any more podcast episodes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god. I know. Um you know, it'll be we you're right, we knew that it could change and evolve and and we said all along too that like we'll do it as long as we can do it. You know, that's always been like maybe it's not forever and maybe it maybe it is and maybe it isn't and so you know, as we're going into the next what whatever this next phase looks like i mean you know we we've had this in the background but like obviously when you have time as you have time always the door is always open here it's always open here um <laughs> i feel is this what like boy bands feel like when they do a song <laughs> <laughs> One Direction. Is this how you felt? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's such, it's not helping that it's like everything feels so emotional anymore right now. It just feels like so many adulting and big decisions this year. I'm not sure that I uh, was prepared for that walking into the year. Uh, no. <laughs> mentally? It's crazy. It's crazy how different it looks and how different life, what we thought it was one thing and now... Oh my god, I know. It's I just like I try to explain it to people. I'm like, my life does not look at all the same as it did February twenty eighth when I walked into that hospital to have a baby. Yeah. That was one thing, but like I was like, my life is literally in so many ways completely different. And um yeah. it's just, you know, at some point I'll figure that out. But just thank you. Yeah. Thank you for thank you for being my work wife. 
which doesn't really go away because you still have to deal with me. Um, yeah, work wife for life. That's not good. <laughs> listen, listen. You may be lo- <laughs> you you may not like be in the the everyday of TPT and and like having to get on a podcast, but like you're not uh, <laughs> you're not rid of me. <laughs> yeah, I, <know. laughs> I mean, you still have to deal with me, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate just also being my opposite in a lot of ways. I've grown a lot in the last two years because I yeah. worked alongside you and got to know so many other things I wouldn't have known if I'd stuck to my own comfort zone of like people who are exactly like me. Like our and God, we talked about yeah. Enneagram for so long, and I but I still bring that up to people. Like, yeah. Do you know your Enneagram? Because yeah, that'll help me here. Um, so I've learned a lot about a lot about you know just how to work with other people and. That we don't get to do that yeah. in our individual businesses sometimes because it's all our decisions. But yeah, yeah, I think that's what I'll, you know, I think this, 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 the, uh, was what I'll miss. I remember thinking that after the Travel Age uh, West think tank, I was like, God, it's always so fucking easy because we could, we could come at something from like a completely different point of view or perspective and like still, like have these conversations and make pro- and make progress. I feel like whenever we're talking about something, like we 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 are actually we're do we're in it. We're in the in the work of like work. working towards to work it out. And um, and that's I've found is is a rare. It's rare to find in someone, you know, where you're not just like spinning wheels or being like, well, this is how I would do it or whatever, right. Right. So no, it has always been good. easy and that's always been the benefit, like the, yeah. it's just been easy. I think that's why it's worked so well for us. It's, it's never been, it's always been just yeah easy to chat and do that. So, okay. Yeah. Well, thanks right, guys. guys. Thanks for joining us wow. for, um, that was know, a real roller coaster therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let's just be that was a, a huge roller coaster of an episode it was Woo. I felt I knew it was gonna come I was like oh my god I'm gonna start cry. I know I was like I'm gonna I know I'm gonna end up crying at some point <laughs> but oh my god we made it we made it god this is so much better I'm so glad that you were like um wanted, wanted to come on and like do do this you know and one one last time for the well, I don't want to say last time because it, it won't be your last time coming on the podcast, but like a last time for a, for a while, and uh, and go like just getting it all, getting it all. I'm out. grateful you had that idea because it gave me some closure too. Because I definitely felt like not not unclosed. That's not the word. Whatever, not closed on it. Whatever, whatever the word really was. Yeah, I felt open <laughs> on it. Whatever. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm struggling. Yeah. Um, but it definitely it helps me feel like there's some closure. Also, just can it's nice to be able to give, I don't know, just be able to talk it out instead of being like, this is it. Bye. Peace. See you on yeah, the other side. Like, peace. See, see you later. Sayonara. Yeah. So. No, it's good. All right, guys. Well, <sighs> signing off. All right. Signing off. I feel like I should say over and, and out. Uh, yeah, 10 4. <laughs> I know, I was like, suddenly I felt like I needed to, we should have had a call sign. We should have done call yeah. signs, and then I could have been like, uh, eagle, the eagle's out. The eagle is out. Oh, oh my God. man. All right.
right, guys. Uh, well, obviously, uh, I'll see you over on on the gram on at Heather Christopher Travel. So, see you over there. Yeah. See y'all around. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.